careful with that door. I had to repair it yesterday. Uh, I, I regret that that's the first thing that I said to you in my life, and in your life as well. Though we may have met a long time ago and do not recognize each other, welcome to the Jefferson Avenue way station. It's not so much a place along the way, but the destination itself, I hope. I hope you came here purely for McAdams beer. I'm trying to rebrand this beer as a uh, more palatable, more easygoing beverage. Because currently, I believe it's regarded as somewhat of a journey in itself. It's very viscous, thick, and I, I, I'm suppose it could be only classified as a semi-liquid. Not a, not a gel. I, I won't go so far. This is not like yogurt. But it is quite thick. I do see how I'm stuck there. I, I like to fancy myself a, a poet, but I'm as, I am as average as average can be. You can tell by my brown button-up shirt that uh, I remember I, I found in a paper bag outside, outside of my neighbor's door. And I thought, why would they throw away such a fine shirt? It only smells faintly of something unidentifiable. Oh, watch out, there are planes overhead. Take cover. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, you see, when you put a customer on edge, that really, you know, brings up the appetite. What's that word? It, it uh, bellows? No, it flares, it, it, it primes, yes, primes the appetite. And uh, I believe you don't have an appetite for food if you came in here. You do. Oh, you were hoping there's, oof. Yeah, we don't serve food here, I'm sorry to say. I, I did bring a lunch for myself, but... It is a, um, well, it, it, this is, has uh, fake soy meat in it and uh, one leaf of lettuce and uh, feta cheese, which uh, I, I found that most people don't like um, feta cheese in a sandwich for whatever reason, because it, it crumbles out from between the bread slices. Um, I don't think you want that, right? You do? Oh, shoot, I've painted myself in a horrible corner. You see, um, I can't leave this place, and I need to eat every uh, three hours, so uh, I'm sorry. No, no, sir, none for you. Uh, please, hey, don't, uh, don't head out yet. We do this liquid here, this McAdams beer, this is somewhat like a meal. It is very high in calories. It is, uh, well, it's, I, you could say that there's an entire bushel of barley in this little glass. Well, there's nothing in this glass, but when I fill it up to the proper uh, level where the meniscus hits the tiny glass marker, which, well, it can't be a glass marker because it's a plastic uh, glass here. Ah, uh, well... I think I believe I'm talking away your appetite here, so I'm going to go ahead and take this off here. There we go. Ah, oh, 
I've been on a streak. You see, I've been on a streak of filling this perfectly. I well, I have practice. You see, because this is my vocation. There you go. Um, Ten dollars. Hey, right away, right off the bat, you had that ten dollars at the rate. You might have noticed the sign outside that says ten dollars, which I appreciate that. Many people don't stop to regard the written word. Many people don't read. You don't read either, I hear. Oh, well, I mean, there's there are some really good books out there. Many of them are, I'd say, ponderous, difficult to get through. And this is, um, that is definitely the fault of the author, I would say. I think uh, the onus is on the author to keep you enthralled. It's not, this is not some sort of discipline that we should latch ourselves to. Actually, no, it is. This is a discipline. And I think we ought to strengthen our brains because someday we will be all brain. Our bodies will be not. We won't even we won't even have a dangling spine. We won't have a dangling spinal cord, which we which will have prehensile abilities that we can pick things up. No, no, we'll we will have no kinetic faculties whatsoever. I'm not. I mean, we're not going to have a, a prosthetic body, prosthetic robot body. We will just be a brain. That'll be the only purpose of this brain will to be. Will be to, I, sometimes I mix up words because it's fun, uh, will be to support the cellular respiration of the body. We will have separate bodies outside of the brain cases. They'll be doing our bidding. We will, we will live in these by proxy. And the brains themselves will be secret, locked down deep in some subterranean lair where nothing can get to them. Even if there are gigantic alien worms that infest this planet and burrow down deep, they will never be able to find the concrete bunker where we have kept the glass encased brains. And, well, humanity could be just five people, or it could be five trillion people. You see how I uh, kept, I bookended that with the five uh, theme right there. Otherwise, if I said there would be five people or it will be seven trillion people, you would have thought, what a, what a strange and sort of, uh, boy, my vocabulary is, uh, it's gone the way of the Mac Adams beer, which, uh, if you believe it, this is the only uh, establishment that sells Mac Adams beer. The, uh, the other establishment uh, that used to sell it well, I don't want to be, uh, I'm going to take you on a flight of fancy uh, that and, and put you in the, uh, in the arms of a newspaper here and say that that other establishment was hit with a meteorite. You don't believe me. I, I actually expected you not to believe me. And the truth is that it was hit by a meteorite. Uh, directly, he went through... The, uh, the roof of this establishment into the brain of the proprietor. And that proprietor was alive for five minutes after this, this extraterrestrial bullet hit him and lodged itself in his brain and replaced itself with, uh, replaced his hypothalamus with itself. And if it had been 
some sort of living thing, maybe could have been a parasite that could have controlled them, slowly taken over humanity bit by bit with its apparatus of Mac Adams beer. But no, it was just a, it was just a big hunk of nickel and iron. And a man tottered a bit, served a few more glasses, then fell over on the bar. His blood and brains pouring over, mixing with the Mac Adams. Hmm. That might be a good new brand, Blood and Brains. Just kidding. I don't want to put you off your beer. Um, but with that, people considered the brew cursed. They didn't want to have any sort of assaults from space, taking them down, hurting their business. And no one would ever go in that bar again. Mostly because it was closed because the man was dead. Uh, there would be no more sales henceforth. But, well, here we are. You have finished your glass of beer, and uh, I've run out of steam completely. You see, I'm not a, I am not running on food. I am steam-powered, like an old locomotive, like an old uh, bomb ship from, uh, from the War of 1812. The, I'm, I am the HMS Terror. And uh, I've, after winning the battle, or no, winning, losing the battle in Baltimore, I'm going to go search for the Northwest Passage. Will I find it? I, I believe so. I am, uh, I am very optimistic that I will find that Northwest Passage. And, uh, well, what will happen there? We'll be able to go to Singapore more easily. We won't have to go around Africa and through the Suez Canal, which doesn't exist yet, and... Uh, and around India and through all the uh, Polynesian islands. And, well, I don't know why we go through there. That would be a bit of a roundabout way. Uh, we'll go through the, the down the Mississippi instead. And we don't want to go through the United States because, well, we just had that war with them. You know, things aren't going well. We had we to let that sit for a while. But I did not find the Northwest Passage unfortunately. It, it existed. It was there. It was mostly frozen. It was mostly solid, which at the time we were not able to pass a wooden ship through. Unfortunately, no. No, we, we needed a gigantic icebreaker, which had not been invented yet. And unfortunately, a, a hairless polar bear came out and tore our ship in half. And well, I don't remember quite what happened because I died then. And I was reincarnated as a human being. You know, it's strange. I just remembered. I just remember my former life as a British uh, warship. I, uh, most people will not admit to such a thing. Most people will lock that up shamefully, which rightly so. The British Empire did a horrific things in the past. Well, that might be done right now. Uh, I'm just kidding. That was similar to a dad joke, wasn't it? That was similar to what, what they called dad jokes. I call them just uh, bad jokes because it rhymes. And they're also, they're also poorly written on the spot uh, by those few men that uh, put a lot of effort into raising their child. Nowadays, you babysit your child, they say. It's, a, it's supposed to be a woman's job to take care of a child. But for me, 
I take care of my child diligently. I, every, every child that I have sired, I spend all of my unworking hours taking care of them diligently. I, even my working hours, I take, them, I take that child to work. And it's very easy because I don't have any children whatsoever. Uh, I, took you on a, I took you on a merry-go-round of mystery. You are holding up that plastic glass, and I, I haven't caught your meaning now. Uh, let me fill that up for you. It is going to be another $20. This is not like um, uh, coffee and, uh, in a diner. Though I think given here, you know, uh, given how expensive this stuff is, it might be fair to make it such that this is, this is my gimmick. That you pay $10 and you can have as much Mac Adams beer as you desire, but you probably should tip more the longer you are here, the more you are drinking. That would be a great business model, and I might get more business if I do that, but there's a part of me that does not want more people coming here. I am content with the amount of customers I have, which is roughly six per day, meaning I make hardly more than 60 hours per day which is, uh, I, I think that just makes rent. I don't, I barely, if I, I need to, uh, I need to wheedle the landlord. I need to wheedle and I, you notice that the uh, sidewalk is very clean. I have to, I clean that myself. I do the plumbing in this place myself, which is why the toilet doesn't work. Uh, and we took that out now, uh, the other week. I say we, the royal we, because I am the sole employee proprietor, decorator. Um, I, I manage the social media too of this business. Um, if you, if you go to, uh, uh, that, uh, what is that website that the blue website I call, if you go to the blue website where all your parents and your grandmas use, um, there is a page called Mac Adams beer. And, uh, I appreciate, uh, listen, I, 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 I really would like you to share that with everybody. Tell everybody about this bar. Because even though I am content with the amount of customers, I am lonely. I am desperate. And, and, I, and I don't mean to appeal to your pity by saying that. I'm only, I say desperate because every human being is desperate for something. Every moment of your life is painful. There is a pain that when you are not acknowledging it, you're ignoring this pain. And that's when you're happy, when you can ignore the pain. It's easy to ignore pain most of the time, even if it's real, real storybook pain. Even if it's like, um, you know, marathon man, uh, dental uh, torture pain. Uh, maybe that's not so easy to ignore. But uh, sometimes... Uh, my wife will uh, pinch my back uh, because I have a pustule there, uh, which I don't often share with people because it's grotesque, though she's not bothered by it. It is very painful. It is unaccountably painful. Um, I've never been put on top of a Pope's pear before because I don't, I'm not Spanish and I don't live in the 1500s, but I believe it's about that bad. I say, 
I say, honey, please, this is this is as bad as if you are lowering me uh, anus first onto a metal pyramid. Uh, please don't. I, I will. I, I don't want to be excommunicated from the church. I uh, I give up my Cathar religion. Uh, please, uh, Saint Dominic. Uh, except I'm not. I'm not Catholic. I'm I'm a religious. By the way, I've, I've left the fiction of my little joke there about uh, the Spanish Inquisition, and I'm now back here with you in the bar. Uh, unfortunately, in that fiction, you were the Inquisitor. In in Inquisidori? I don't know what the word would be. It's probably similar to that. Uh, though I don't speak a, a lick of Spanish is what I think the link was called. Uh, a lick is, um, is about 50 words. Uh, of a language, they would say. If you if you speak a lick of German, you have enough to German to order uh, a not very good coffee uh, from a cafe that's just full of bees. Um, if you if you speak two licks of Russian, you could probably order kishka and um, and some very sweet beer at a restaurant that you know in this neighborhood mostly. Uh, but if you don't speak, if you only speak one lick, they will turn you out most likely, uh, because well, that those places are for a certain community. They are for the people. Because when you are when you are just one people in a, a country that is you know not that people, you want to be with your community. I like to be with people who are mostly drunk all the time. And that's why I've started this bar. Why? Because drunk people are so incredibly false. They are not their real selves. They have guarded their, their vulnerable, uh, brightly, vibrantly pink soul. A soul for a human being is, is similar to if you spread open your legs and cut open your belly and open your mouth wide open and lifted up the top of your skull and just showed every vulnerable part of your body at once. That is what your soul looks like. It is, imagine, you know, if you just sliced your leg down the middle and showed the bright pink muscle, that is what a soul looks like. And, and, and I guess there's some light coming out of it. I'm not sure. Um, a soul is, believe it or not, incredibly fragile. If you were to take it out of your body, uh, it would wither up and uh, turn into ash, which is, uh, by the way, uh, that, that's the same as annihilation because ashes are, are I, I guess, they are mostly chemically inert and spiritually inert. Uh, now, I've uh, done a lot of work with uh, with Hans Birnbaum, the uh, the neurologist, who described first in the uh, the 1800s the Birnbaum technique, uh, which I've if if you want to hear about that, you you have to uh, buy his book on Amazon.com. Uh, do do the searching yourself, please. I'm only a beer distributor. Um, I did, I had a conversation with him. Um, only, of course, through the spiritual conduit, uh, 
since he's long since passed. And he told me that, you know, I forgot already what he told me, but it was, I'll, I'll tell you right now, it was deep. It was very, like it, it, like man, dude, it, it pierced right into my psyche and just changed me as a whole. And now I'm a, I'm a vastly better man. It, it was a, it was a maxim that he told me. It was a one sentence, hardly even a sentence. Uh, he, he put such amount of meaning into words. It was like having a whole lick of words into one word. And then it was several words after that. And light poured out of my mouth and my eyes and my nostrils out of every orifice, out of my navel. I had I suddenly had I had little holes on the tips of my fingers, and they were pouring out light too. And it was as if someone had filled my body up with phosphorus and lit a match. And well, I, I think that happened. You probably every trace of your body would be annihilated from the earth, and it was. I was annihilated totally, and replaced with a superior human being. My muscle tone is better, my, my eyes are keener, my nose is sharper, my fingers are sharper. I, I have diamond claws rather than nails. Uh, my feet are wheels now. Uh, my arms are like car building robots. Um, and I, and I, I can run now faster than a speeding bullet. I, and I also don't say anything original anymore. I am a streamlined human being that says exactly what you want to hear. Do you want to hear this maxim? Well, I don't remember it. You'll have to buy the Burnbound book and, uh, and hear for yourself. Now, I say the name Burnbound a lot of the time, and people think about um, John Turturro's character in Miller's Crossing, and that is not the same person. Hans Birnbaum, which is this character's name, but not a character. He's a, he's a real human being, for goodness sake. Uh, he would never beg for his life. Though he was not critical of people who would do that. There is nothing wrong with begging for your life if you're frightened. As a matter of fact, it is always a voice that someone should heed. You should never look at this sort of thing with contempt, and nor should you be ever glad to hear it. It is always a sad sound. It is always a heartbreaking sound that should be heeded at every moment. It is a sound that requires love. Even if it is a trick, even if you are being duped into a, into a grand reversal, you should heed that sound. Do you want another glass of uh, beer? Oh, you know, you just want to sit there. Oh, I guess you don't have enough cash. Well, that's fine. But you are sitting in the only, well, one of the five chairs in this uh, place. And if someone sees this place as empty, they will think that, uh, um, that, uh, that they're not going to get us a, a you know, exclusive conversation which is what I advertise 
in the um, Facebook. That was the website Facebook group for this uh, establishment here. Well, uh, why don't you? Uh, I, why, why don't you go and find yourself some food? I have wasted your time far too much, and I've told you far too many things, and I need you to forget it, all of it. Forget every single thing I've said, except for the Burnbound book. I need you to go out and buy that because, well, I didn't write it. A man that died more than a hundred years ago uh, wrote it. And he bought it too. He, after he published it, he was the only one that bought it. And there are about 500 copies out there, all bound in leather because that's what they did back then. And there's, he's still trying to sell it on Amazon even after his death. So do something good for this old man. He is still alive in the spiritual sense, in the, in the ghostly sense. He's haunting every, every little crack of the earth. He's probably in hell, but it, it, a nice hell, like a, a like hell in the uh, in the ancient Jewish sense. That he's in Sheol, uh, in the in the dark cavern down there, um, and he's he's lurking about, thinking and talking to other philosophers and discussing the firmament and the and the vast ocean beneath. And he wants to speak to you. He wants to speak to every soul that ever existed all right now please there's a there's bakery across the street why don't you go over there and don't bring me up because uh i don't know if you know this but the, uh i was uh romantically involved with that lady that runs that place all right well you have a great day and uh please come again next week for i will always have beer on tap